What's up? Welcome to the Part-Time Rockstar Podcast, episode 227. I'm your host, Brett Bueller. This week, we got Stenchel on, who are a post-hardcore band out of Ocean County, New Jersey. Uh, I spoke with Chris, who is the founder and bass player of the band, and uh, in our conversation, we talked a little bit about what's going on in the New Jersey music scene, as well as uh, some of the deeper issues behind the band's songwriting, such as death and dying and kind of some of the emotions that come with that so uh, we definitely went pretty far in depth on this one Uh, I featured the song five minutes before uh, which kind of talks about some of those subjects and if you like it you can find it on Bandcamp Uh, you can also follow Stenchel on their socials uh, looking out for uh, any other shows coming up Uh, I do believe they have one coming up this weekend and you can find more details on it but uh, yeah, regardless, uh, thanks for listening, thanks for tuning in, thanks for supporting local music and local art and all that sort of stuff. Uh, hopefully you're doing well wherever you are, and uh, yeah, I think uh, summer is now officially over, so we're moving into fall, getting some crisp weather, hopefully coming up. Uh, last few things I normally mention is that uh, there is podcast merch, if you're looking for a shirt or anything like that, we got it up on the Shopify store in the Shopify link. Uh, in the episode description and then uh, part-time rockstar productions is going we're doing music videos around the DMV and uh, we do have another spotlight series coming up which is where we uh, rent out the hangar studio in Columbia Maryland and have a bunch of bands all come in on one day and do some uh, very affordable videos for sure and then uh, last thing is truly strings guitar shop based in Laurel Maryland where I take all my guitars. Steven is the luthier who runs the shop and uh, always does a great job. So if your guitar's got a beat down like mine did over this summer's gigging season, then uh, definitely think about taking them over there. But yeah, without any further talking, we will get to the conversation with Chris. Going on, Brett. Nice to meet you. Nice, nice to meet you as well, Chris. Yeah, Same. I'm uh, calling you from a uh, little ways down 95. Yeah, where you're uh, North Carolina or something, right? No, uh, the last episode I just uh, released uh, today though was uh, from someone down there. Oh, okay, okay. So I guess I figured that's where you were from. So where where are you? You sound southern though, for sure. Oh, I do. Sick. <laughs> Um, I'm in between DC and Baltimore, so still technically north of the old Mason Dixon, you know. I was gonna say that's not south at all, though. Yeah. Yeah. In the in the in the good old state of New Jersey. Nice. Yeah. I mean, uh, you know, that's probably part of the reason I figured I'd hit you up, um, just because, you know, we get up there that way from time to time playing. And uh, it's always good to have more friends in the uh, in the arena there, you know. For sure, man. For sure, you know. Uh, it's networking, you know. Make it broad base, you know. That's all it is, man. That's all it is. Just making Get friends, the... you know. Yeah, for sure, man. For sure, sir. So um, so what's this like? Like a like kind of like free form kind of thing? I mean, there's a, a questions. Yeah, I mean, I sort of I used to have like um like a written bullet point style question thing that i'd go down at first when i started this a few years ago right but i think i've sort of just internalized that um so in a in a weird way the questions aren't super personal which depending who you are is either good or bad i don't know some people some people want the like in-depth you know like get to know your soul type questions and some people are like I don't really want to tell you anything about my life other than like this song I put out, which is cool. Right. I, I respect both, both worlds, you know, but. And I feel like I'm, uh, for the most part, I feel like, you know, well, 
you know, I feel like sometimes it's weird talking about myself. Right. But I'm so rather comfortable with it without sounding like a douche. You know what I mean? Yeah, I mean, we're all going to sound like a little bit of a douche. It's just the way it goes. <laughs> but, um, yeah, I mean, this is sort of just free form, you know? Very cool. Joe Rogany or whatever you want to call it. Right, um, right. I've been accused of not doing my homework before, and I will probably be accused of that for <laughs> the rest of my existence. So I'll yeah, just put it that way. For sure. For sure. <laughs> if there's something you, you know you got to be bad at, that's not what that's. There's plenty of worse things to be bad. At, I guess I could. You know. The, the yeah, med- I mean, unless you're studying for the MCATs or you know something important. Throw it up. This is not that. So no pressure there. <laughs> Um, this is just basic old ass, old fashioned rock and roll, you know. Yeah, Whatever man. I'm, yeah, I've been listening to uh, to your podcast, and oh, cool. uh, it, it's interesting, man. I, I like what I like a lot. What I like most about it, I feel like, is the length of it. Mm-hmm. You know, and I don't want, I don't know how that sounds, but like, just you know, thirty minutes, thirty five minutes, forty minutes, yeah. per, like a ride to work. You know, yeah. Sometimes like podcasts that are like an hour, hour and a half, mm-hmm. and I got. Stop. Like right. I, I like the momentum, you know, and I come back. Yeah. Like, uh, where was I? Where, what happened? And you just ask interesting questions, you know. And you get the people to, to just talk. It's uh, it's enjoyable, you know. I'm I'm digging it for sure. So it's like an oh, honor, yeah. well, to be to be to be asked to be on your podcast. Oh, cool, man. Well, thanks for the kind sentiment. Obviously, and it's funny you bring up the time thing too, because I feel like that was an experimental thing. As well, as well at first. Okay. And um. I think the reason I actually prefer, prefer Zoom and still refuse like an old crotchety man to pay for it is it's because an average meeting for the free version is 40 minutes. Oh, okay. So heads up at 40 minutes, we pretty much, <laughs> that's, that's, done, that's huh? the end of it. But I, I've, I've just learned that like for the questions I like to ask, if I can't cover it in like 30 minutes, Amen. then... I don't know. There's something probably a little funky going on either between me and who I'm talking to or, but like you said, the drive thing, I had the exact same commute, like for the longest time, probably about an hour. So I'm like, if I'm going over an hour in a podcast, I'm just like you. I listen to a ton of shows, right? I don't like the three hour ones really. Cause I'll listen to an hour, but then I don't really come back, you know? Sure. So we we're, Subsequently, it's like uh, uh, it takes me like a half a week to listen to one podcast. Yeah, <laughs> like man, there's like then they start stacking up, you know. Yeah, yeah. It I got get... like three more, but Buddy Mine is doing this podcast. This guy's on that podcast. Like, yeah, it gets came... overwhelming. For sure. Who are uh, some either big podcasts or small podcasts? Just who do you like? What do you like listening to? So right now I listen to one of the biggest ones that I listen to. I think it's called the Rewatchables. Okay. Uh, it's uh, I can't remember the guy's name. There's a bunch of there's a there's always like a different crew, but they talk about movies, like rewatchable movies. Like oh, that sounds uh, fun. Like the whole thing is like when a movie's on TV, no matter what part of the movie it's on, mm-hmm. sit down and finish watching the movie, and yeah. that's what the, the type of movies they talk about. So um, uh, yeah, I just found it. They got National Lampoon vacation oh, on there. I, I just listened to that one, dude. That one's so funny. Oh my god, that's awesome. Uh, I listened to um the one where they did Eyes Wide Shut. Yeah, that one's great. And they got Primal Fear, which is a movie I still haven't seen, but literally almost watched that two nights ago because it's like on my list of like old movies that I just. Yeah. Right. So I listened to that one. I listened to uh, a buddy of mine. It's called um, Cult Shirt. Mm-hmm. So C L T question mark sure, which I believe is like a play on culture. Yeah. When he said he goes culture, you know, so it's like, oh, okay, we're talking about culture. And he does like um kind of like very similar to this, but it's it's more long form. It's like an hour and a half, hour, forty five minutes. Yeah. Uh, he discusses like any any form of the arts, you know, whether you're like a painter or a musician or, you know, a hot sauce maker. Yeah. I listened to um, Journey Bone, uh, uh, first pod, first time ever. I think it's called their first podcast ever. I forget exactly what is it's called, uh-huh. but this is that one's pretty much the same too. Just inter- he interviews, you know, artists, music, writers, poetry, all kinds of different stuff. Right. 
Yeah. And then, and then I'm into this new one. I actually remember, remember exactly what's called. I have to pull up my phone. It's called, um, oh, Christ, give me two seconds. My shows. Uh, oh, so I listened to uh, this other, it's called the, the Freddy show, FRDI. Mm-hmm. That it's like, it's literally like frat house humor. Yeah. Which is kind of like mindless entertainment for me. You know, sometimes when I'm on my right, right home from work, I had like just like a shit day. Yeah. I put that on and I just, they, 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 those two dudes just crack me up. They, uh, they yeah. talk about, they do would you rather questions, you know, would you rather, you know, uh, your fingers be 10 inches long or have all your fingers on the same hand. And it's just yeah. like kind of go, 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 go along with that. So it's, it's just, they're funny. They're, they're definitely yeah. funny. No, I, c- I can appreciate some, some frat house humor for, for sure. It's I mean, kind of, it's, it's not like my bag, you know what I mean? But yeah. like, it's just it's my, you know, it's like, it's like watching, um, what's that channel on true TV. I don't know if you, if you're familiar with true TV where they have uh, like almost criminals and all that stupid shit. Yeah. I don't watch it a ton, but I'm aware. But so it's kind of like the, it's kind of like a, a audio version of that, which is mine. You know, you don't really have to like concentrate yeah you pay that much attention yeah so yeah, yeah. there's a couple that i've been to maybe related maybe not tangentially um i don't know if you remember a dude named tucker max who got famous in like the late aughts uh for the book i served it i hope they serve beer in hell um okay yep i uh he i don't know was accused of many things probably i don't know for sure about okay. any of it other than that he's just just born hilarious and especially as a writer and I, as someone who's loved to read since i was a little little guy right I don't, I don't i don't know if i've ever read anything funnier than his books and like he's since matured and created a podcast that's more like i guess i would just say sex positive it's probably okay. and right. it's not all it's more based on relationships probably than fornication okay. at this point sure sure but it's like extremely insightful like the dude's like I think he's a lawyer so really? like he's he's really well read and i don't know it's kind of funny to watch some of those old characters grow and mature as they and what's the name yeah. of that one uh that one is called uh, i'm gonna come back to you on that one because i haven't Look, listened I'm... to it i'm drawing a blank at the moment but it is the mating grounds is what it is Meeting around. Mating. Mating. Yes. Like I said, it's not necessarily like just pure sex. It's, it really is more like how to communicate in a relationship. But of course with the underlying like themes. (laughs) Right. Right. You know, so it, I don't know. It's, it's cool. For sure. For sure. Anyway, getting a little off topic, obviously here trying to, you know, (laughs) That's that's it's free form, you know. That's I guess it's just where we're going. Yeah, but obviously, you know, I want to keep it music based, and then the general ethos of this <laughs> this thing is somewhat occupational based, right? Too. So, um, not always the most interesting thing in the world necessarily. I don't right. But of course, we all balance it. So I figure we'll just kind of start with that where you're currently at with uh, music. And with this project, and then if we get to it, maybe we'll kind of talk about, like, work. Yeah, and that's what I think about your your podcast, too, the the name of it, Part-Time Rockstar. (laughs) Like, I I really can relate to that, you know, and and we can get into that. But, uh, yeah, so right now, uh, my main project is a band called Stential. Uh, Right Mm -hmm. now, we're playing shows all over the place you know, we're some fans nice uh, a lot of cool things going on with this band it's, it's uh it's fun it's interesting it's it keeps me busy we're in the studio right now um recording our first uh three song ep which is kind of like a concept EP. you know so yeah this band um i i don't know like Sometimes I feel like like genre can like like cookie cut a band, you know, like mm. by we're this or we're that. Yeah. So I don't. With that being said, I feel like Stential kind of like 
transcends genre. You know, we're we're either like a hardcore band that has like really really pretty parts in it, or we're like an emo band that has like some really heavy breakdowns. Right. <laughs> you know, or 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 we're, we're somewhere in between. You know, like some some people might say scram, some people might like call it screamo. I, I, I really don't know. Like we're, we're, we just have super heavy parts and we have really, really pretty like noodly guitar parts, um, which kind of balances everything out. But so long story long, this three song EP that we're releasing, uh, is like a concept out all based off of, uh, the night that I found my brother dead in his oh, wow. apartment, you know, so their, the, their first song would be called, uh, five minutes before, which is like when my wife and I got to his apartment and we're walking up to the door and all like the fears and, and, and doubts and thoughts that are racing through your head. Like, what are we going to find when we get in there? Like, is he still alive? Uh, mm-hmm. What's going on? You know, um, and the tension that could be between a, a, a husband and wife going into a situation like that. You know? uh, so then the second song is called five minutes between. And that's where we actually go into the apartment and we find him on the floor and again dealing with all of the things that come along with that like the fears the doubts the 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 madness you know i guess like all of those stages of grief that start happening immediately the denial you know um yeah. and then the 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 last song would be called five minutes after so they all have the five minutes you know precursor to the title and the five minutes after is kind of like kind of like and because it goes well beyond five minutes after, you know, it, it, mm-hmm. kind of, it kind of talks about like how I deal with like, you know, I don't want to call it like survivor's guilt or whatever, but like dealing with yeah. my fam, dealing with the, the death, dealing with the loss, you know, dealing with, um, with that kind of, with that, with those kind of issues. Um, and it's really just like these three songs, man, they're just really like a way for me to kind of like process, yeah. um, all of those emotions it's almost like therapy you know like um yeah, for sure when we first started the band funny story and i don't know if this is going to pop it but when we first started the band um my guitar player harry um and i were i forget exactly where we were but we were somewhere where they had like a lunch menu and at the bottom it said dessert and it said fruit donut <laughs> yeah and i said to harry i was like dude we should start a sludge punk band called fruit donut because the irony would just be funny as hell like yeah. You know, you see Donna on on the flyer, and then it's like the 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 sludgiest punk rock music you've ever heard. I just thought that would be funny, you know. Um, so like we got together as Fruit Donut, and um, mm. like it just makes me laugh out because it's so silly. But yeah. um, so we got together and we, just, we we were writing like this like like math rock, math core kind of stuff, and it just really it wasn't work. And um, like I was trying to do like. Like this vocal style. I don't know if you're into a band called Daughters at all. If you've ever heard of them, I have heard of them, but I don't believe I'm hip to them. Okay, so when they when they first came out, they were like super. Like the guy's vocals were super high pitch and like a scream. Yeah. And then he kind of turned into more of like a like a smoother. I don't know how else to describe it, but it's the vocals changed significantly. And I was trying to do like a 2023 version of Daughters, where I was just kind of like wounding the lyrics and it just wasn't working and um and then one practice harry was like you know what dude this isn't working but i got this new riff and i want you to hear it and um and when he started playing it like i just started screaming these words and it just felt right you know like it, like it was like it was almost like the words i needed to say came out when i started hearing the, that riff he was playing on talk like it was like this perfect um like a perfect moment of flash of light you know, like it would, it just happened exactly how it needed to happen. And like this, these, these feelings just started coming out and, um, and we were like, you know what, this is the, this is the path that like we need to be on, you know, this yeah. is the, that from that point moving forward, that was the direction that the band went in almost like organically. Like we didn't set out to be this sound, but this is kind of like where, where nature kind of like took us just from that one yeah. practice. Yeah. It's so cool. wild when it happens organically and you kind of just follow your own muse like that. Um, but I guess, first of all, sorry for your loss. Obviously that sounds extremely intense, but then also like, I guess my other sort of inquiry on that would be like, you kind of alluded the way you said it, that like you had a 
maybe an idea this was coming. Uh, maybe forgive me if I'm reaching too far, but an was... idea well, that the band was coming. No, your brother's uh, death. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. So, so my brother was a, a drug addict. Yeah. You know, and um. So yeah, I'll go. I'll go back to that now. You know, I'll go back there. So that that is because it's it's uh, you know everything is a story once it happened. You know, that, like I heard that in a movie one time yeah. or radio show like everything's just a story once it's happened and i love that saying because i could talk about it now and it's just a story now like there's like i've already lived through those emotions you know yeah so so that day um normally my brother and i would be like in constant communication you know we would, we would text back and forth um him and my dad would be in constant communication and like my dad kept texting me and he's like hey have you heard from your brother lately or at all today and i'm like no but I'm busy right now. Oh, I'll get in touch with them later, you know? And then um, a couple hours goes by and my dad texts me again. He's like, you know, can you can you call your brother? And I was like, I'm watching a movie. I'll, I'll, yeah. I'll, I'll get them later. Just like, like, self, like, yeah. I, at first I thought I was being self-centered, but it, but it was like, really, I didn't know what was going on. You, you know what I mean? Yeah. I didn't know that my brother was dead at his apartment. So, like, it really wasn't self-centered. I was just like enjoying my day, you know? And yeah. I remember telling my dad, like, listen, at, when the movie's over, um, when the movie I'm watching is over, I'll go over to his house and yeah. see what's going on. He's probably drunk or he's probably passed out on his couch, which is what I really thought. Actually, yeah. I thought he was out on his bed is what mm -hmm. I thought, right? And um, so I said to my wife, I was like, you know, we need to go and check on my brother. I had a key to his apartment because that's just how close we were. You know what I mean? It wasn't yeah. like... So, um... And it, like these are like, like once you hear the song, you can literally see this playing out in the lyric. Yeah. You know, so like when we when we get there, we get out of the car, and my wife literally looks over to me and she's like, you know what? But I think we should make a plan. And I got and I'm like, a plan for what? Like I got yeah. so mad. So I'm like, like what are you trying to insinuate? Like what do we need a plan for? I, but the plan is I'm gonna go in there. I'm gonna shake his ass and wake him up and 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 get in the, you know and yell at him for for ignoring this all day. You know, she's like, you know what? I really think we should make a plan. And I was like, she's like, in case he's not. And I didn't, you yeah. know, I sort of towards the door. So like when you, when you hear the song, that's how the song opens up. You know, she suggests that we made a plan mm -hmm. and uh, goes from there, you know? So, um, so yeah, when, uh, when I opened the door, um, I rushed straight to his bedroom because I was going to, you know, I don't know what I was going to do. I'm not a tough guy. I wasn't going to go in there and fight him or, yeah. you know, go in there and just shake him and tell him how pissed off I was but um so I walked through the living room and into his bedroom and he wasn't there and that's when I heard my wife with her shriek she was like yeah yeah I can hear that you know I can still and I still get goosebumps when I hear her shriek yeah. because I was like oh shit she just found yeah you know I know that so, shriek uh, very well yeah it's it's um it's embedded, you know what I mean. It's, it's yeah. in there. It won't come out. Yeah. That part still fucks me. I'm sorry. I don't know if we can curse on this podcast. I'm sorry, but that part oh, still fucks me. You can curse if you want to curse. Okay. All right, cool. Um, so when I hear when I when I think about that night, the thing that fucks me up the most is hearing her shriek. Is that yeah. I look over, there he is, like face down. We flip him over. His fucking eyeballs are purple. His palms are purple. His face yeah. is all. It, it was it was horrific. You know, yeah. it, it's horrific, and um, <clears throat> so which leads which leads into the next song. You know what I mean? Where where what do we do now? <laughs> you right. know, like we went outside, we sat on the porch, called nine one one, called my parents, and like, what do you say to 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 your dad? Right? Like, what do what do you what do you do then? You know, um, yeah. Hey, hey, dad, I think you should come over to Kevin's house, and he's like, what for? What for? What? What? And I'm like, because he's dead. Yeah. And I'll, and you, do you know how many times I question myself? I'm like, did I say the right thing, or did I handle that right? Should I have waited till they got here? To to to, you, you know, like. Yeah, I know it all too well. Uh, I mean, everybody's position is subjective and extremely personal, and in a sense, maybe I don't because like death has you know, knock on wood, not necessarily touched anyone extremely personal to me yet but uh, i've been a paramedic for a long okay. ass time 
So right. having to explain that to a stranger is something that I know all too well. And like right. when you're new, you have a certain philosophy on what to say. When you're a veteran, you have a certain philosophy on what to say. And I, like, I don't think you could ever know. Right. Kind of takes away some of the 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 like, young. In a way, the what you just said is probably like one of the better things I've heard someone tell their family member because it's direct and it's literal. And unfortunately, all too often, they they even teach us and medical people absolutely don't beat around the bush. You have to be as literal as you can be within like reason of like not being brutal, but don't use metaphors and don't keep secrets and don't like hide details or something like that. Like you, cause like the only way anyone can process it, I don't know how you process it, but you can't stop. You can't be write songs yeah. about it. Yeah, exactly. But I don't know how you can begin to process it. If you're not even told like the, the thing that happened up front, because otherwise you might feel lied to and i feel like that's ultimately the worst thing right is is you don't want someone to feel like they hid something from you so again there's no absolute correct answer to this scenario but unless you know i don't know where i stand on like like spirituality or anything and i don't want to get off on it or go somewhere you know too kooky but like i i just i i can't help but think that like I was supposed to be the person there to find him. So it wasn't my dad. Right. And so it wasn't my mom because I could handle that site a lot better than they equipment. Right. But what it also did was it, um, it gave me the opportunity to be that barrier mm-hmm. between my parents and their son exactly. outside of like a medic or a cop. Right. You know I mean, it was me that was there. Like I, like I rushed to them when I got there and I was like, you know what? Let me talk to him first. Yeah, because it's more believable and real. For sure. A lot of people have told me, you know, in a sense, if I tell them or somebody like me tells them, it's sort of like a movie. Yeah, like, it's like, this can't be real. Like, this is right. You know, let me actually go see him. Let me talk to someone I know, you know, because so. Right, right. Was, that was a tough All they wanted right. to do was go and see. Like, I don't want to fucking do that. Like, I've been telling you, like, you, you, you don't want to. You don't want to go in there, you know. Again, so I don't um, know where I stand on it. If it were me, in your shoes, per se, but they do say it's a part of the grieving process. Like if you were to, for instance, if someone were to not let them see, that that would actually be more right. harmful, potentially, to the to the grieving process. But yeah. Anyway, I'm sorry to like depersonalize it. If I did, I just obviously no that that. That is an, an amazing, um, an amazing take on it. You know, a lot. It's like the par- the paramedic take the the, the um, what's the word I'm looking for? You know, uh, I always I always say too, like people who are paramedics, they have to be like they can't look at it like it's a, like an emotional thing because you have a, a job. Yeah, to, I mean, it's you know, desensitized. Uh, that's the word I was looking for. like. It's like a desensitized. Yeah, and you're automatically desensitized in the sense that it's not your actual family member. So, I mean, it's still emotional or it's still tough, but it's, it is different. I mean, I I get that part of it, you know? And, you know, what what do you know? What's, what's, uh, I wanted to say what's funny, but it's not really funny. I I don't know what to call it. I I have a hard time with calling everything I say funny, but I played the songs for my mom and uh, she started crying and she's like, these are, these are phenomenal. She's like, it's beautiful. She's like, I just, I really can't stand. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> like, everything about your band is amazing, but because, like, so um, we put a five minutes before up right. on Bandcamp, and New Noise Magazine actually picked it up and and uh, and did a review on it on their website, and uh, we were fucking mm. mind blown. We're, we're like, yeah, we're like just like, you know emerging you know hardcore band from new jersey and new noise magazine just did a review on it it's like it was insane yeah, right. right and um yeah so their review was uh 
you know, uh, in, in so many words, like New New Jersey Scrams Band uh, emerges with probably the highest pitch screams that we've ever <laughs> heard. They're like, even the genre, these are reaching new decibels. So I was kind of like, took that as a like a like a, a pretty big compliment, you know, like how how they're like, yo, this guy has gone fucking crazy. Yeah. So, uh, so with that being said, um, you know, yeah, my mom, she was like, the, the songs, the words are very, very beautiful, very touching. She's like, oh, I cannot stand yeah. how it sounds. Well, tough critic, but <laughs> I don't know. yeah, well, and also leads me to this though that like, um, I, I pride myself in making songs and making music that that like I want to make. You, you know what I'm saying? And I think that's what makes the best music, where where I'm not necessarily making music for for you you know what i'm saying and and not you personally but the proverbial i'm making music that i like and if people catch on to that that's a that's a plus you, you know what i'm saying like this is like a it's like an avenue it's like a like a not, not an avenue it's like a way for me to to vent it's a way for me to to get out these feelings and frustrations and doubts and yeah. worries and and all of these fucking things um and to kind of like deal with it you know what i mean like i, I really feel like it's it's like a, it's like a form of therapy uh, for me you know, yeah, um, i think so so like and as and as we're we're moving forward you know like not all of our songs are, are about death <laughs> you, you know um we have we have um we have one song that uh that touches me in a, in a different way you know it's called but have yourself a panic attack and mm. you deserve it or you've earned yeah. it. I'm sorry. And, um, and what that song deals with is like, uh, you know, I feel like I've been a creative person my entire life and, and, and I'm sure that you can, you can attest to that in your own way. You know, like you put, you play in bands, you have a podcast like you're a creative person, you know, um, I've, I've been my entire life from when I was a kid, like writing stories, writing poetry, um, you know, then I then I, I started making YouTube videos and doing doing like I'm always dabbled writing short stories. I've always dabbled in like in some type of creativity, but like my biggest hangup is like I never put 100 mm-hmm. percent into anything. That you know I've always done it like just good enough. Yeah. You know, and and that's like so I'm like a I'm like you know an old man now. You know, like I'm I'm, I'm 43 years old and like it's a hard pill for me to swallow. Like, yo, why did I never really excel in any, any one form of these creative avenues that I've taken? And it's, and when I really take a look back, it's, it, it's because I've never put a hundred percent into anything, you know, like I write like a, a, a short story that was like good enough or always make a YouTube video that was like, don't get like a thousand views. And it was like, oh wow, I got a thousand views, you know? Um, now I was in bands before Stenchel and it was always like, you know, become just good enough to, to make a few songs. Um, so like, that's kind of like the song, uh, the, the way that it's kind of like me dealing with all that and like me recognizing that, like at this point in my life and saying like, you know what, like I no longer want to be just yeah. good enough. You know what I'm saying? Like, like adequacy no longer is, um, is okay for me. You know, like I want to, I want at this point in my life, I want to put 100% into everything I do from this point moving forward, not just musically, but like in my relationship with my wife or my relationship with my daughter or my relationship with, with, with my job, you know, like, like I'm, I'm coming to terms now where like, like I I don't want to ever, I want to be doing as good in my life as I ever have right now, if that makes sense. That makes total sense. Like in, in all. And in all areas, you know, because I've seen myself and I'm like, you never really committed to fucking anything. Mm. So from this point moving forward, you know, like I'm going to start committing to stuff. And, um, and that's what that's, again, that's what that song. Hell yeah. So that's why that's really feel like essential is just one of these, one of these things that was put in my life to just kind of like deal with the things that I go through and just kind of like talk about and, and get them out. And like, and if someone can relate to what I'm saying, then that's just a that's just an added bonus, yeah. you know. You know, if someone could tap their foot to the rhythm or or you know, what feel it in any way that that makes sense to them, like they don't have to get that part from the song that what I get from it. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. But if it means something to that, then that's just like the icing on the cake. 
Yeah. And I feel like, you know, definitely resonates with uh, my mentality sometimes. And and uh, I always have liked to say, that, like, uh, you know, I, I kind of resent the term hobby. Like, I don't, ha- I don't have right. hobbies. I have passions, you know. Right. Short, like, short. Yeah, I might be maybe a little bit of a jack of all trades. But, like, I am passionate about what I do. Like, it's more than a hobby to me. Like, I'm going to do everything I can to be good at it and kind of exhaust my resources or my attention span on it, I guess. For sure, for sure. I I like that because, you know what, like, you saying that kind of, like, puts things into perspective for me where, like, um, I would call them passions but treat them like hobbies. That makes so much sense to me now. Like it's kind of like, like eye opening, yeah. you know. Like all these things, you know. I'm so passionate about this, but I but I wouldn't put the passion into it. I would, mm-hmm. I would conduct myself as if this was a hobby. Am I right? Well, I mean, you know, sometimes it's it's nice to have a little distance too, or whatever. But yeah, I mean, I I definitely think putting the full ass effort is always more satisfying than a half ass. 100%, 100%, you know, like, like, uh, with, with Stenchel, um, you know, we were looking for a bass player for what seemed like an eternity. And there's probably a hundred bass players out there. We just weren't able to find one. So, um, so, you know, Harry and, uh, and our, our drummer John, they were like, well, you just, you know, pick up a bass that we, that we get in our, in our, in our practice area, there was a bass and a bass camp just like sitting. Yeah. So they were like, well, just, you know, pick up the bass. And I used to play guitar a hundred years ago. You know? <laughs> no, all right, let me let me let me let me give it a whirl. So I picked it up and I was like, you know what? I'm not I'm not going to just um just learn enough to get by. Right. You yeah. know what I'm saying? And like I'm I'm like uh like really taking this shit serious now. You yeah. know what I mean? I'm I'm learning like words, I'm learning music theory, I'm learning all types of stuff. So really put 100% of what I'm doing into this band. Yeah. Which is, which I'm doing stuff I've never done before. It's, 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 it's just wild. It's cool. It's a good feeling, you know? For sure. For sure. Um, you know, like I, I was saying at the, at the get go, I, I feel like I really only have like three or four questions, yeah. but often one can take longer than I intended. Um, and I feel like maybe we've only addressed like two, maybe three. So I might have to give you a quick, quick call back if, if that's all right. It would just require another dumb zoom invite because again, um, I guess I'm stubborn and maybe also poor. I don't know which of which is, um, so yeah, I, I gotta, I gotta call you back. All right. So, at this point of the conversation, I had to call Chris back. Yeah, I don't know. The Zoom thing's funny, but... I don't know. Like I was saying, it's kind of a funny way to normally keep things concise. Sure. But, since we got a few more things... We started off pretty heavy there. Yeah. (laughs) uh, I'm sorry for that, man. No, no need to apologize unless right. for some reason no, you were uncomfortable about it. But no, not like, at all. Like I said, like I feel like you know I feel weird talking about myself, but at the same time I'm like an open book and like yeah. there's nothing or or enjoy more. And it's gonna sound like a douche, but like enjoy more than talking about the things that I've been through, if it could help somebody else. Right. I mean, yeah. No worries. Um, just some some subjects are worth maybe delving into a little longer. Sure. Uh, sure. and deserve a little more respect is all so within that um i figured i'd also just finish out by asking the somewhat you know normal questions which sure. would be like you know uh you guys probably got some dates or something you want to sure. promote or talk about here coming up right yeah we uh like i said we're in the studio now so look out for our ep should be coming out within the next couple of months um we are on socials you know we have a instagram page um central um nj or central dot nj if you type in central it should come up uh, we're on facebook we have a youtube page 
we do have some shows coming up to um september 16th we're we're supporting some touring bands that are coming through new jersey which i'm really excited about cool. there's this band um coming from ohio um with, they're just a, a fucking awesome band like I, I can't listen to enough of them uh there's their music their lyrics um they're they're just a great band um another band i want to say from rhode island i'm sorry if i'm if i'm wrong but they're called mount ida again just another amazing band can't cannot listen to them enough um letters of mark and uh goat petter from new jersey also and then um october 21st we're playing another show in new jersey it's a jersey shore it's the trinity church in asbury um the flyers out right now i know it's like a bunch of metal bands um yeah um i i i can't read a lot of their names to be honest you know how like metal like the metal flyers are where they're all like look like thorns and all that kind of stuff yeah, so it's hard to read them yeah so so there's but but again like they're tagged on our instagram page they're all they're all really great bands um they're, they're gonna be two these two shows these our next two shows both of them are stack lineups both of them are gonna be fucking bangers we're we're super excited about all of that and then i think um what's gonna happen after those two shows is we're gonna take the, the rest of the year off november and december from playing shows to to start writing um some new material to start off the new year um with you know a ton of shows a ton of new music and just yeah really really putting ourselves out there oh yeah dude sounds good yes it's pretty uh eclectic bill too that you got going if you got people coming from rhode island and uh ohio yeah, ohio cool. and everywhere else so for sure for sure and and um yeah that one from uh, it's like it's truly an honor to be asked uh to play that show you know, it, it really is just because, you know, we're, 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 we're supporting these bands that are like out of all the bands, New Jersey, you know what I mean? There's, there's, like, there's a lot. You can throw, yeah. You can throw a rock in the dark and, and, and hit a band and, um, and somehow we wound up on that bell. So I'm, I'm just like super stoked. I uh, can't wait to meet, like we've been, mess I've been messaging with, um, with some of the members from, from the middling band and, um, just like forming relationships. I just can't wait to meet them in person and, and to, play alongside of them uh it's just going to be a killer time that one right there all i know is that it's in oakhurst new jersey um it's one of those ones where it says to, you know i don't know what the scene's like down by you but a, a lot of times around here it's like dm for address mm -hmm. or message or ask the punk for the address so um you know if you if you message me on instagram um i'll definitely yeah be able to press and, and and i'm sure that where i hope that this podcast would be out before that show yeah you know i don't know i don't know your schedule but that's september 16th would be the show oh yeah it'll be out before then eric cool perfect so okay. make a note of that too but uh right usually my one of usually yeah usually my turn oh. turnaround's like a week or two so okay it's perfect. not usually perfect. that that bad right but, uh, right and then the one in october i'm super stoked just to be playing at that venue i mean that venue just you know it's one of those places and and around here where it's like yeah when we play there like it's gotta be fucking dope and it's, it's always dope you know so um so i'm just i'm just looking forward to these to these next two uh these next two shows for sure nice and i guess the other thing obviously i wanted to ask about was just the venues near you and uh, you know for personal reasons and just out of curiosity because um we like to play philly and new york but we haven't really cracked into jersey yet so we're kind of so, snooping around right so the the there are some places that put shows on it's kind of tough to find like actual venues i mean there's like salties and, and lake como um i mean yeah or a house show too right oh so that's what we, we we play a lot of house shows we play a lot of basement shows um yeah we we out in philly we played the bread box of philly but I, I i think i heard that they're actually closing down in the end of september the, the bird box which was a dope fucking place and that place was so nice um it was really cool um but i mean there's, there's there's shows all over the place in new jersey and new brunswick there's there's all kinds of places in new brunswick that's like the mecca or like new jersey 
it's like is this the new Brunswick scene? You know, it's, it's super cool out there. Um, but it's you know, like like I said, like you know, I feel like the scene kind of ruined itself over the past decade. You Why know, is that? Um, it, it, you know, just a lot of places don't want to have local bands play. You know, they want oh, to yeah. have like they want to have like you know bands that play oldies or you know bands that play classic rock and all that kind of stuff. So it's kind of hard um, to find places for for local bands to play actual venues around here. Mm-hmm. And you know, maybe because you know venues got trashed or they or or, or whatever. You know, what I mean, I I can't speak for every single venue why they're why they're not booking local shows. Well, but, it's about money, and true, true, yeah. Uh, yeah, we're not we're not bringing in four hundred people a night. Well, yeah, I mean, around here, it's just like a bar bar doesn't expect a band to bring money, so they just want a cover band to keep people happy. But then, like a true music venue, if you will, still wants bands to bring people, and that's kind of like that's... the the, uh, the trade off, which makes sense. Sure. And the, sure. and the good ones, I mean, if you, they're they're happy if each band brings ten people because you got right ten people at the bar per band. If there's three or four, it's forty or fifty people. Right, bartender, sound guy, and whoever, you know, makes some money and uh, everybody's good. But right. obviously, the house show is a completely sort of different thing in a cool way because there's not really overhead unless the house wants there to be or needs there to be. So, right. Right. It just depends. Yeah. First. Yeah. The, the scenes it's, uh, we got a, we got a pretty thriving scene. Yeah. There's, there's, there's shows all the time. No, I, I've, I've talked to a fair good bands, Jersey. And that's uh-huh. why I'm always like, all right, bros, like we'll hook you up with a show down here. Let's, uh, right. let's figure this out. But so far, yeah. striking out. So I'm gonna keep trying. Okay. No, what do you got? You guys, you guys are playing like pop rock or like what's what kind of stuff? Guys, doing? I call us modern '90s. Okay, it's largely dictated by the fact that I have an extremely bassy baritone voice. Yeah, for sure. But we try to be pretty poppy, like pretty accessible. I always say, like, if American Pie came out now, right? Like we'd have a shot at the soundtrack. I think. Okay. You know, okay. Maybe. Could, that, <laughs> yeah, especially it, if they had a B-side soundtrack, we could be on right, that. Right. For, sure, for <laughs> sure. So, um, I actually just started a um, I don't want to call it a side because I kind of don't like that connotation. I'm, I I started like a different project. Right. Um, with a couple of buddies of mine, and we're just playing like pretty straightforward punk rock you know i mean i, I don't know if so like we'd call it melodic hardcore yeah you know like for fans of maybe like lifetime i don't know if you're familiar with them like they're like an iconic new jersey new jersey band mm-hmm. or uh like another band called jawbreaker yeah um like in the vein of like that kind of punk you know so it's, yeah. it's a little less um dep- depressing than than essential you know we um we're 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 super brand new, but like that band kind of sounds like you know we could get together with, with your band and do some things in the future. You know, you know, like yeah. once we get our together and like start, like we we want to move fast. You know, what I mean, we got like five songs. We want to start put out put out an album, start playing some shows. You know, so um, when that ever takes off, you know, we'll we'll, we'll definitely be in touch. Sick, yeah, and obviously, if not, no worries. Um, yeah. just one stepping stone at a time. Never know where yes. they're going to come from. Hey, so. listen, man, listen, you know, never know when an opportunity is going to present itself, you know? Right. So. Always good to like, like I, I store things, you know what I mean? Like, like, uh, like, uh, like I might not need this right now, but let me remember it because in six months from now, I might need to come back to this point right here. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. So mental notes and. And sometimes actual physical notes, you know, like remember this because you might need to to revisit this down the road. Yeah, that's uh, how I am. It's more the physical type of note than the. the <laughs> For sure, um, man. I have a, there tends to be a, a deletion of my organic memories, sometimes <laughs> chemically related. So you know, yeah, happens. I, I, 
I get it for sure. But uh, yeah, man, this has been a like you know a fun conversation. I hope it's been kind of fun for you. I mean, I know it's a little bit maybe on the serious side, but I figure li- no, listen, life is serious tra- sometimes. You know, man. Like, yeah, I mean, I try not to have any um, expectations. You know, like I, I yeah. see my brain always tells me that like um, I'm not gonna be the one that's good enough. You, you know what I mean? And like you were like like right like right before we got on like I'm yeah. sitting here like telling like feeding my doubt like you're not gonna have anything to talk about you're gonna be boring he's not you know this guy's gonna think like why the fuck yeah. did I even ask you on I'm like telling myself all these things it's like the 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 inner grenade you know yeah. and, and pulling the pin and pushing it back <laughs> in and pushing it back in and yeah. just before self destruction you know yeah so long um, oh I mean I appreciate your candidness. I've been a- accused of being boring from time to time, and I'm sure I will again from time to right, time. Right. But like you, I, I, I don't know. I try to share the the zero expectation mentality. Is yeah. is like, because sure. um, you know, like sometimes you talk to somebody who's air quotes famous or or like a band with a zillion followers, and it's like. I don't know. I I try not to really actually look too much about that, actually. Sadly, again, going back to my initial statement about doing my homework, sometimes I just outright forget. So (laughs) I literally can't remember. But um, sometimes I'll talk to somebody and go, oh, shit. Like, maybe they are kind of big. Like, damn. (laughs) Like, um, I don't know. But I, I don't really base the conversation on that. Hopefully it's more like just hopefully we're both in a decent mood yeah. like obviously if i'm not in a great mood then i just honestly try to reschedule it right right but um i try to be in a decent mood or whatever and want to talk to people and i hope that they're if they're in a decent mood and want to talk then we should find some common ground something to talk about you know right on man right on and no man i had i had a lot of fun this means a lot to me man uh you know you have me on here it's it it's uh it's it's big to me, you know. This is this is this is big, and I, I appreciate you. So thank you. Hell yeah, man! I appreciate your time, and like I said, hopefully, you know, we'll, we'll cross paths, or you never know. Only uh, sure. only a short hop, skipping a jump down ninety five. Yeah, yeah. Like, so. like I, I thought you were a lot further away with DC, but DC Baltimore. I mean, that's that's really not that bad. That's not that bad of a drive. Yeah, you know. So Baltimore is pretty much our home turf, and that's only with that. Baltimore is pretty much our home turf, and uh, that is our home turf. And um, (laughs) that's only an hour and a half, two hours from Jersey, so. For sure, for sure. So, you know, there's no no reason why not at least come and check you guys out at least once or twice. So, for sure, I'll be definitely looking into that. Well, one way or another, I like to think, you know, like you were saying, mental notes, sometimes things come together, can never quite never quite anticipate how but maybe right um so then the last quick thing is uh it's, that's a three song ep it is. so i usually really only featured two but maybe i can sneak the third in there um, well so as of right now we have the one song that's on our band camp okay so like yeah I, I, we don't have anything finished right now so I don't know if you can link to the Bandcamp or yeah, I can know, link I, to the Bandcamp. Yeah, so I, I just tell people, you know, it's it's we're essential when you go to Bandcamp. Just search essential. And um, uh, I, or, does essential have a meaning? So <laughs> it it's it's half of it's half of a word. Yeah. So the way we came up with the name, okay, is um my guitar player has this um what the hell is it called i'm drawing a blank right now this this pedal that i think it's like a pod six or line six or something like that it has all, all these different buttons and you can sample like 30 different cabinets and 55 million different different sounds and you can label each patch mm-hmm. what you want to call that patch so you remember when you're scrolling through the screen like hey this is uh this is what I want. And um, he created this one patch that was called existential. Yeah. You know, which is necessary for life, right? Um, 
but for some reason the screen only fits so many letters so it cut off the exit exist part and just left the stencil hmm. so when we were seeing band names we were just going back and forth and back and forth and he's like like i kind of really like the word stencil like it doesn't ha it's not a real word but like there's two words that it's a part of it's a part of essential which means necessary and existential which means necessary for life so you know when you think about our band and like how, what it does for me and how it's like therapy for me like it's necessary from from for me so that's yeah. kind of like how i realize the name of the band is like it's it's a necessary part of my life yeah it's cool well, so yeah sure. in, that's how we came up with central radical well <laughs> uh yeah if you can just fire over that mp3 to me then uh i can get it on the episode and uh definitely get this out in the airwaves before the show so, that, hey, so sounds good hey again thank you so much Brett. it's nice to meet you nice to be on the show and uh and you know uh, we'll be on the lookout man yeah see what happens but uh, i'll let you right. get to sleep here so uh, take care bud see ya So yeah, I want to thank Chris for coming on the show. Thank you for listening. The song that you're hearing in the background is called Five Minutes Before the Leader. Yeah.